I'm excited to share this special encore presentation of Casting Actors Cast. I'll be back in a few weeks. So how do you handle difficult situations? What do you do with adversity? The word for today is resilience. The ability to bounce back from difficult challenges and negativity. Stick around as we analyze what it is to be resilient on today's episode of Casting Actors Cast. This is Casting Actors Cast. Each episode takes you behind the scenes and answers your questions about the business of show. Please don't forget to subscribe and like wherever you get your podcasts. Now here's the host of Casting Actors Cast, Jeffrey Dreisbach. Well, hello, <laughs> and welcome to this episode of Casting Actors Cast. I'm Jeffrey Dreisbach with the McCorkle Group in New York. How are you today? I hope things are well where you are, and I am so grateful that you've taken time out of your day to listen to today's podcast. I'm going to do my best to chat with you about bouncing back or how to be resilient. But first, this is that moment of the podcast where I would like to thank you for being a listener of Casting Actors Cast. I do have a favor to ask, though. Please consider checking out the YouTube channel of this podcast. It's Casting Actors Cast, but it's on YouTube. You see, I record each episode live and then I put it up on YouTube as uh, well as the audio podcast that you're listening to now on your current podcast provider. But it would absolutely mean a lot to me if you could or would consider being a subscriber, uh, perhaps even writing a review, giving me a thumbs up, whatever you can do to help me grow this podcast so I can feel motivated to continue doing these podcast episodes. And also, please consider checking out the website of Casting Actors Cast, if you would. It's Casting Actors Cast, all one word, dot com. And all you need to do is fill out the information form, if you would. And that's going to open up a menu for downloading a free book entitled Conversation Pieces Out of the Studio, the voiceover workshop for professional actors. <laughs> it's absolutely free. It's just all about voice acting. It's a hundred pages. It's a PDF, easy to download. And, and did I mention that it was free? <laughs> also, speaking of doing voiceover work, I'm really excited to share this announcement with you that starting on June 30th at 11 a.m., I will be doing a three session, two hours each on voiceover work. So if you want to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, I'm excited to share with you this class has just opened up. It's starting on June 30th at the Terry Schreiber Studios, T. Schreiber, S-C-H-R-E-I-B-E-R, Terry Schreiber. So if you go to their website, you're going to see that class. You can sign up for it. It's a three-session, two hours each, all about doing voiceover work. We're going to talk about voiceover performance work. We're going to answer all of your questions about doing voiceovers. So it should be a lot of fun. And I encourage you, if you have any interest at all in working with me, because, gosh, I would certainly love to work with you, please consider going to that T. Schreiber studio. Also, this is my opportunity to once again thank Actors Connection. What a great organization they are. Industry professionals helping you in the business of show. 
Everything from a free at three series where you can listen to casting directors and get questions answered. That's every week. Plus, there's all kinds of classes with casting directors, agents, really some amazing programming. All you need to do is go to Actors Connection for more information. Just Google Actors Connection and you're going to find that website and find all kinds of cool things taking place. Also, you can send me an email if you like. If you have a question helps this podcast, you can just simply go to Casting Actors Cast. That's all one word, Casting Actors Cast at gmail.com. Now, let's talk about resilience. You know, when I was acting, I had a difficult time dealing with rejection. It seems that no matter what I told myself about an audition, not getting cast was extremely painful. And I used those painful negative experiences to reinforce my insecurities about being an actor. It always seemed like I had to process the trauma of rejection before I was even ready for the next audition. Does that sound familiar? Do you feel like you have to suffer for your art in order to understand what it is to be successful? When I use the word resilient, now what do you think it means? I like the idea of bouncing back because I think the image is really, really accurate. You are down. Something has happened. You might feel victimized. Somehow you feel victimized as an artist. And then you find a way to pick yourself back up and then go for more. Exactly how do you do that? What is the method by which you tell yourself the right words to get back into the game? So clearly some actors are better at this than others. Uh, there are those that seem to be completely unaffected by their circumstance and they keep going on no matter what. Is that you? Are you able to do that? You see, knowing how to process those negative influences can help you become better at your job. I mean, after all, rejection is written in the contract when you choose to be an actor, right? You're going to be an actor? Just get used to rejection. Right? Let's look at our psychology. And let's look at some methods that you can use for becoming resilient. First of all, I think it's important to understand what we tell ourselves can be helpful or can be self-defeating. What we tell ourselves about our work, what we tell ourselves about the situation we find ourselves in. It seems to me really clear that a lot of times we feel that we are victimized by situations we have no control over. For example, if you walk into an audition and there's the, the director of the production or the producer of the production paying you no attention, and it's just kind of they're just waving you on, just kind of do your thing, there clearly is no interest in you whatsoever. What do you do with that? What do you do with the anger of that? And so what you can tell yourself can either be helpful, like, okay, they're in their world. I feel like I'm just going to do the best work I can and then leave this as it is. 
Or you can choose to become self-defeating. And by self-defeating, I'm talking about getting really angry. Being pissed off is not really a good first impression you want to make. Just because you have inappropriate behavior by a director or a producer does not necessarily mean you are justified or not in getting angry. It's just something that is important that you take your own temperature at that time and say, what is going to be the most helpful here? What is going to not necessarily make me feel better? But what is going to alleviate the victimization I'm feeling at this moment? And so what we tell ourselves can be really, really helpful. Or the opposite is true. It can be really detrimental. It can really play on your psychology. So the suggestion is being aware that our inner dialogue can have a profound effect on how we process situations that we don't know how to handle, that we feel victimized by. So that would be number one. Number two, I always believe that taking an action can help. By that I mean is turning that situation you find yourselves in into something that's going to be useful or positive. For example, if you realize that the audition didn't go very well and clearly you don't get a call back, uh, the production goes on, whatever it is, whether it's a film or a television project or whether it's a theater project, what action can you take? So think about this. You know, I used to always think that once the audition was over and I didn't get the job, I just tried to mentally move on to things. I wasn't really successful at it. It always kind of bugged me about, well, which way did they go? What were they looking for? And the action that I could take would be to audition again for me, not for them. Work on that audition until I was satisfied that I had expired all of the interesting choices that were in front of me. So once I exercised that audition, and I gave myself the benefit of all of the different choices that I made, I found that I could let go of it. So I'm suggesting if that happens to you, take an action. Don't just dismiss the audition and move on. Work on that audition. Find out if there's things yet to be explored in that audition. Because you don't know what you are, you know, why you didn't get the job, and you're never going to know. Maybe you will never know. But what you can at least do is check yourself out saying, you know what? I did a really good job. I could have done it this way. I could have done it that way. There's all kinds of choices. But now, because I know that, I can leave and move on to the next audition. So next time that happens to you, consider taking an action. I think you're going to find that pretty helpful. Also, I just want to put a word out there about limiting the internal monologue. By that, I mean the voice in your head that's talking at you. You screwed up. Why didn't they do this? Why couldn't I have done that? How come nothing I rehearsed showed itself in the audition? But this also goes with the internal monologue you tell yourself any time of the day, especially as it relates to your creativity especially as it relates to your artistry, limiting the internal monologue can really help limit the negativity. 
by just turning down the volume of those negative voices in your head that are self-defeating, that are unhealthy, that are not helpful, can really help process your resilience, really help you to move on. So limiting the internal monologue can definitely limit the negativity. Number four, there's something to be said about giving time time. Literally, know that time, and I know this is so silly, right? But time does heal a lot of wounds. It really is to your benefit, I think, to just decide that it didn't work out and that you're just going to sit with that for just a little bit and then that's going to move on. If you turn down the negativity, if you take an action, then know that you just have to give time time. I think that you're going to find that to be really, really useful. Because resilience, that implies that you have perseverance. That implies that you have courage and an ability to see the bigger picture. An ability to see the bigger picture. So the next time you find yourself faced with circumstances you cannot control, remember those four steps. And with time, you are definitely going to embrace your creativity and just know that new opportunities are waiting for you at the right time to reveal themselves. But only if you take those steps. Having that residual anger or that residual frustration when you are rejected only compounds itself over time. So think of this like a recipe. The recipe of those four ingredients where you're going to give time time. You're going to lessen the volume of those voices in your head. You're going to take an action. Those are all excellent ingredients that's going to produce a really great result, I promise you. Now, I've alluded to this on previous podcasts, but I think it warrants kind of speaking a little bit more about this as we're talking about perseverance, and that is remaining teachable. I think that creativity demands that you stay really, really curious about the options that are available to you, right? So it's one thing for me to give you those four steps, but it's another thing to really open up and take a look at what we tell ourselves. Giving time time, really coming to some kind of understanding about the way in which we work. Because ultimately, when we do those four steps, we start conditioning ourselves for those more positive outcomes. And we feel better about ourselves because we've taken some action, we've taken those steps, we've done those things that we can do in order to understand to the best of our ability whatever situation or circumstance we find ourselves in. So in that way, when you practice those four steps over time, there is an amazing thing that happens, and that is that you start feeling really confident about the choices you do make. You start paying less attention to those negative influences that can impact the way we feel about our artistry. 
And so that kind of reconditioning, by giving yourself those positive motivational things that tell you that you are in the right place, you are doing the best you can, give yourself a break. That is going to have this wonderful effect of making you feel more confident. And you know what? You know, there's no secret to this, but there's such an attractive quality about that person who has self-confidence when they walk into a room, when they meet a casting director, a director, or a producer for the first time. There's a kind of interesting energy that takes place. And I'm not talking about necessarily in person. I'm also talking about when we are auditioning over Zoom, for example, that who you are is, is, is an open face sandwich. <laughs> and when you are that person and you feel good about that, there's just some kind of attractive conditioning that takes place. So it just kind of always seems to feed on itself over and over again. So those self-defeatist behaviors, those things that we tell ourselves, that kind of resilient quality that we see others having, you know what? Everybody has insecurity. Everybody has negative feelings. Everybody is afraid to some degree or another. What you can do is come to an understanding. And that understanding is that taking these steps and feeling good about the choices you make is ultimately extremely healthy. And when you feel good, your health is good, your energy is great, and you feel like you belong. And after all, isn't that the most important thing? Especially now. We're all sort of isolating in our world somehow. And I think that that oftentimes will compound this negativity that we feel. And so being resilient isn't just about having the strength to bounce back. It really is about having the ability to take a look, analyze it, and then taking that action, turning down those negative influences, and then coming out the other side ready for more. It's taken me, honest to God, it's taken me such a long time to come to that realization. And then when I finally got there, I, I finally realized that the work I was doing was was just so much better. Um, it was so, it felt so much better. It was so much better. And I cannot express to you enough that the more I got out of my own way, was when I started booking more, when I started getting more, when I started doing the work that I was always meant to do. I did not put up those roadblocks. I didn't kind of decide that I was going to control the outcome of those situations. So I hope that that's been a little helpful for you today. It's about being resilient. So stay strong. And I will see you next time on the next episode <laughs> of Casting Actors Cast. Have a great day, guys. Casting Actors Cast is made possible with your support just by listening. Please like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Caitlin Clark. <laughs>